This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hi, I'm Hanif Baharuddin and this is Gigi Well Played, BFM's video game show. In this episode, we're going to check out Netflix games and share our thoughts on it. But before that, here's a recap of some of the biggest news in the world of gaming with Ofnil Ting. Thank you, Hanif. We're going to start off this week's news with the first Nintendo Direct of the year that happened last week. The announcements mostly focused on Nintendo Switch games that will be released in the first half of 2023. Some of the games that were announced includes Pikmin 4, they showcased the game's universe and the creatures that will be in the universe, including a glimpse at a dog-like creature named Ochi, who will be accompanying us in the game. Pikmin 4 will be released on Switch on July 21st this year. There is also Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. Professor Layton is back once again. While there's not much info regarding the game, we did get a short teaser about the return of the famous Professor. The next one is Metroid Prime Remastered. After years of rumours, the game is finally out with the new dual stick controls and additional control options that will recreate the feel of the original game. Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are also coming to Nintendo Switch Online. All Nintendo Switch Online subscribers can now play Game Boy games, while those with the expansion pack will be able to play Game Boy Advance games. Those games that will be available at launch include Tetris, Super Mario Land 2-6, Golden Coins, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening DX, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, and Kirby's Dream Land. While the Game Boy Advance games that will be available at launch are The Legend of Zelda, My Niche Cap, Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Bros 3, and Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. You can play these games locally or online with friends. More games will be added in the near future. After a year-long delay caused by Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Nintendo will finally release Advance Wars 1 Plus 2 Reboot Camp. The game will be out on April 21st, just more than a year after its original release date. There are other announcements like games and DLCs for Splatoon 3, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, and more. But the star of the show was the gameplay showcase of The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It shows Hyrule in crisis with blazing meteors, crashing to the earth while monstrous creatures take hold of the land. Link can use his usual weapons and equipment, but he can also now operate a vehicle on the ground and fly another in the air. The long-awaited sequel to The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is finally coming this May, 12th of May to be specific. Moving on, there's been lots of speculation surrounding Activision's next Call of Duty game recently, but Insider Gaming has confirmed with its sources that there will be a full-fledged Call of Duty 2023 title. Previous reports stated that the game will be premium DLC for Modern Warfare 2, and although this appears to have been accurate at one time, Insider Gaming believes that the project has since shifted course to become a complete premium standalone release scheduled for 2023. Details on the game's content are still scarce, however, it will be greatly influenced by the Modern Warfare series. If recent Call of Duty titles are to go by though, expect a lot of remastered maps for the multiplayer aspect of the game. According to Bloomberg's Jason Schreier, the game will be developed by Sledgehammer Games. However, the game is reported to be a massive collaborative project including all of Activision's Call of Duty teams like most of their Call of Duty games these days. And last but not least, The Division 2, Ubisoft's live-service tactical shooter MMO, is now in a broken state. The game's major season update is set to be released last week 
but the creators have reportedly broken the game, or at least the infrastructure that runs the game, and are now unable to do so. It's a vicious cycle that has resulted in yet another postponement of the Season 11 update, which fans are not happy with. In a statement published on Twitter, the Division 2's development team updated the community on this very sad situation. According to them, they mentioned in a quote stating that, in the process of creating the update, which was meant to resolve the issue, they encountered an error that brought down the build generation system for the Division 2, and as a result, they couldn't update the game until that system has been rebuilt. At the moment, nothing is known about the content that will be included in the Reign of Fire update, since a live broadcast was meant to review everything on the 6th, the day before the update was supposed to be released, so let's wait and see how long it takes developers to fix what they've broken. That's all for this week's news. Back to you, Hanif. Thank you very much, Avnil. Netflix, the streaming platform, has been quite bullish about their intention to be a part of the gaming industry for quite some time and in late 2021, they finally entered the scene with Netflix games. As of right now, it's only accessible via mobile devices, so Najman Maliki and I decided to give it a try to see what it's all about. We sit down at a random park in Klang Valley, don't ask, to share our thoughts. We both tried to check it out and see what, what it's all about um, and I think based on what I've said earlier, um, I think that's how you're supposed to access it, can? Um, yeah. It's just via the Netflix app um, and for now, it's only available on uh, mobile devices and not on, on, on television or even on, on, on computer, right? Yeah, so I want to I want to kind of like slightly correct you there. So first and foremost, it's, it is actually embedded into your mobile app but I do have to kind of like preface with um, once one is that it's very much hidden so you really <laughs> have to scroll down all the way down um, and two actually I've tried a few things because I, I tried a couple of different iterations to try this out um, you don't actually need to access it from your Netflix mobile app you can actually access it from your um, from your app store as well so for example one of the game in that is um TMNT Ninja Turtles um, Shredder's Revenge you can actually just search for Shredder's Revenge on your Play Store or your App Store and then download the game you can I've tried that with a Netflix bound iPhone I've tried that with a non-Netflix bound device Mm. both work so that's that caveat However, this is very confusing in my personal view. So I'm just going to jump right into my initial experience. Uh, it's very, um, it's very um, unpleasant, if you will, because it's very confusing. One, trying to search for the app, the game is, is hard. Um, which, because you don't really know that if that game is under the Netflix banner or not, except for there's a very small end on the icon for the app. Um, so I would... Um, I would say suggest that if you guys want to get into it, two ways. One is go through your Netflix app and scroll down to the gaming section, which again, it's not a lot. You don't see a lot. Um, but the better way I would say is to go onto one of the Netflix games like Narcos or SpongeBob or Ninja Turtle. Just go to the developer section of the app and then you get a list of all the apps that the developer, in this case Netflix, have um, have launched. Um, so then, then you'd see all the different devices and, oh sorry, no, then you'd see all the different, different games that Netflix is serving. Um, having said that, I had, I do have to say, the list is not too shabby lah. Yeah. 
Um, you mentioned uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, Shadow's Revenge. I think that's what triggered our interest to actually cover this because uh, I read somewhere that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shadow's Revenge is finally available on Netflix and <laughs> because we were both... You know, we don't want to spend our money to play that <laughs> game, and we both have Netflix account. We were like, "Oh, finally, it's, it's on! It's on Netflix of all platforms, right?" Uh, so let's give it a try. So we both decided to actually download the game and give the game a try. Of course, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: uh, Shadow's Revenge uh, was in um, Kakuchopore's uh, Games of the Year list last year, and it is a recent game. Um, I mean, we've played it a bit. Um, I guess we're not going to talk so much about the game, but um, I think the hype is kind of real when it comes to that game. It is, it is, it is pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. But, but thank you for I guess breaking down how interesting it is to actually play games on Netflix um, you brought up very good points there first of all there's no proper tab button on the Netflix app you can't mm-hmm. even look for you know there's no special tab button you just have to scroll down the, the app and then there'll be a section called Netflix games um, which I find quite interesting the best part the best part is is because I wanted to look for uh, that game specifically I tried looking for it on the search tab uh, on the app right they didn't even bring you to the game you know they have only all yeah. the shows right so so there is there is this um which which i think based on after doing a bit of research i realized that netflix perhaps maybe are trying to do it intention i mean that's what this, that's what they're trying to do they they do it intentionally having a soft launch of sort but at the same time i mean it's kind of like if it's a purpose right i mean mm. you know the search function should should at yeah. least you know bring up the game so that people will realize that there are games on, on on the app as well but no you have you have to scroll down and you just have to scroll through all the list of games available there no way for you to actually search for them look for them uh, and then when you click on the game I mean, there will be a prompt page prompting you to the app store for example yeah. if you don't want to get through if you don't want to look for the games on the app right so so and then you have to download it manually um what will what happen if you say for example um you don't download it via the app but individually on the app, app store, app store. Yeah. will it uh still prompt you to put in your login uh, your netflix login account to, in order to to play the game yeah so this is a very interesting bit right so if you download it on any device the game down it gets gets downloaded onto that device but and then this is very confusing as well for for me at least, right? So the game opens, um, and then the name of developers pops up as, as usual and stuff. But right before the loading screen of the main game starts, I'm not sure whether this is a delay on the programming side or is this a delay on um, just general um, uh, way that they are doing it. But it will prompt you to log into your Netflix account after the developer um, um, icons pops out. So initially, if you if you don't even have a Netflix account, you might download that and then you might be like, hey, this is fine. Um, uh, I can play Shredder's Revenge for free. Um, but nah, then you'd, you'd be like blocked out right before you start to play the game. And interestingly, before you start playing the game, because I have multiple accounts um, on my multiple profiles on my Netflix account, will ask me which profile am I playing under and this I'll talk more I'll talk a bit more about this later and this is quite interesting because it stores your progress of your gameplay to the profile that you've saved which is interesting I think that's a good thing right I think to I think so yeah <laughs> so if you have a kid's profile so Shredder's Revenge is a kid's game um, Spongebob something is a kid's game but Narcos <laughs> is hopefully not a kid's game <laughs> so there is some level of like parental control there as well Yeah. so if you choose a kid's account which I do have because I share it with my nephew and nieces hopefully Netflix is not listening to this 
Um, but yeah, I share my account with my nephew and nieces. Um, so they actually use their kids' account. So on the kids' account, they, you can't play Narcos, but you can play SpongeBob's game, Ninja Turtles game. And I think that's quite interesting. Yeah, that's good. I mean, considering that that's also too hard to handle, which I don't think is kid-friendly <laughs> as well, right? Yeah. yeah I'm uh, assuming it's a game of cooking. <laughs> <laughs> that was BFM's Najman Maliki, and we've been talking about Netflix games, the streaming giant's attempt to be a part of the gaming industry. We're going to make way for some messages. More after this. Stay tuned. This is Gigi Well Played on BFM 89.9. BFM 89.9, listening to Gigi Well Played. I'm your host, Hanif Baharudin. Najman Maliki joined me at a park in Klang Valley to talk about our experience with Netflix games. We've shared a bit of our experiences assessing games on the platform earlier on the show. Now we're going to continue the chat by looking at some of the games that are on offer. So yeah, I mean, let's just have a look at the list of games available on the app and... You know, like like we alluded to earlier, you can't actually, there's no special category for it. So you have to just scroll through whatever's available either um, on, on the app itself uh, via the main page or the, uh, do what like Najman told you earlier, right? So Villain Hearts Coming Home, um, Too Hard to Handle, Love is a Game. And, and this is a theme. You'll see a lot of um, games that are based on the shows available as well. Because I think prior to ha- them having this branch, they did commission some developers to also make some tie-ins to their shows, right? Um, SpongeBob Get Cooking, Narcos, Cartel Wars limited uh, script tape crime stories um, 12 minutes which I think is, is a big game featuring star-studded cast um, Solitaire Ozone Free Nail It Baking Bash Into the Dead 2 Unleash Exploding Kittens The Game Townsman A Kingdom's Rebuild Rain Three Kingdoms Asphalt Extreme Cats and Soup um, Moonlighter Puzzle Gods Kentucky Route Zero uh, Before Your Eyes Stranger Things 1984 and many, many more. Again, you can't technically look for these games. You have to somehow, I guess, scroll through and find them. And there's a bit of everything, right? Like I said earlier, uh, some games tie into their shows uh, available on Netflix. Uh, some games are typical mobile games, I would say. You know, games that you can find normally on all mobile platforms. Uh, granted, um, the caveat here is that uh, without ads and microtransactions, a la Apple Arcade. And some games are just games that are, I think, previously not available on Netflix but are now available on Netflix, like um, 12 Minutes, Kentucky Route Zero, and Shredder's Revenge. So, uh, based on this catalog, you can tell perhaps, you know, there is a need to somehow connect these games to their shows. But also, at the same time, I think Netflix is trying to um, also make some general mobile games available for people who want to play. And also, maybe they've been trying to capture some big games, you know. I think Kentucky Route Zero, if you're familiar with it, is a narrative-based game that's pretty... It's like a sleeper indie hit, I suppose. Uh, 12 Minutes also is a game that featured um, star-sided cast, if you're not mistaken, William Dafoe and James McAvoy lend their voices to, to the game. And of course, uh, Shadow's Revenge. Um, we can talk more about the strategy of, of, of what Netflix is plan- planning to do. But yeah, um, I mentioned Apple Arcade. It does feel a bit like Apple Arcade, right? In terms of, you know, while since you're already subscribed to Netflix, if you're a big gamer and you want to have access to these games, it's all there, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think um, the the slight upside, and I think uh, I guess similar to what Apple Arcade is trying to do, um, is that I think they they are of the mind that um, you probably are either sharing this with your family member, um, which is the Netflix account, um, or with your friend, or you have friends who actually have Netflix, um, and and they want to get you to 
like you know play with your friends and stuff like that kind of kind of thing so most of the games i have to say that it's actually um first uh, single player games but i think i guess that's a, a certain formal feeling as well like oh i've been playing 12 minutes this is really good and then hanif might have played it as well and then maybe othniel didn't play it so he might i think i think the logic behind what netflix is trying to do is trying to convince othniel to just hey you know you can get this game alongside your netflix content as well and then they'll be more interested to like you know get the get the um uh the account to basically get it cuz you now don't have to just be tied to one ecosystem like apple arcade but you can now freely you know move your subscription across different devices or even if like your friend is using an iphone you are using an android phone you don't need to have apple arcade because netflix gaming is providing that for you i think one interesting thing i just noticed as well is that um shredder's revenge have a multiplayer gaming session where you can actually play with strangers or you can play with friends where you can share your codes much like what you do in like uh, among us so you can share that code and then your friend can join your game this is actually a really fun thing to do with your friends and that it's yeah technically speaking quote unquote um kind of like free if you already have a Netflix account so so yeah that's quite nice Yeah, overall um it works as intended. So far I don't think there are any big glitches. Um it's just that yeah, I mean um you you still have to access these games via Netflix. Uh, but once you've downloaded them, you don't have to technically open Netflix to open these games. Is that the first time around I guess if you're not knowledgeable enough in terms of knowing what's available in the, in the catalog, you have to go through the Netflix app and again you cannot search for them. You just have to scroll down and look for what's available there and then mm. uh, once you click click them <laughs> there'll be a page that pops up and then you have to click the get your game and then it'll bring you to the app store or the play store and then you have to download the game manually right so that's the way to go to if you want to play uh, games on Netflix right mm-hmm. um based on my research i think it seems that Netflix is pretty serious about about um about getting to the gaming business uh, mm-hmm. they've been spending a lot on acquiring studios as well as i guess exploring the possibility of doing cloud gaming um if you read interviews as well i think the ceo or even the company themselves have been talking up this a lot you know wanting to be part of the gaming ecosystem and so far this is the attempt but uh, what i find quite interesting is that yeah uh, I, i guess it's not it's not upfront enough it's not mm. visible enough and i think um again um, based on what i read um it seems to be intentional as well on their end to sort of like have a soft launch of sorts but at the same time you know if you're having a soft launch without actually trying to make it more visible and expose it to others you know how how will that people know then right you know how yeah. will people know that you're, you're 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 trying it out and in fact i think there's a data that said that um only 1% of their user base actually play these games yeah <laughs> so uh, but this is actually something really interesting right um not launching like in a big way is actually really good in the tech industry if is is actually good data if you have a lot of money like Netflix so if you have the money to actually you know soft launch it this way you can now have the data to see how many people actually are interested in your in your system Netflix knows what device you're using to stream so they know what devices the the users have um and they can actually then later see and help them decide whether they want to you know move over to like buying be even bigger even bigger titles if you look at um 
what they're doing, they're doing similar to something like what Xbox Game Pass is doing rather than what NVIDIA GeForce is doing. They're not really focused on the cloud gaming side. They're really more focused on like, you know, providing you a single player game experience on your own machine, on your own device, but uh, with a paid subscription to Netflix. And I think if Xbox You've Game Pass to a podcast can do it at the from price BFM that they're doing, I believe it's like the business for more stories yeah. of the same kind, download the BFM specifically, app. Yeah. Um, I think Netflix should be able to afford because um, if if you're paying uh, paying what like thirty seven thirty eight ringgit a month for your own single Netflix account, then yeah, it it kind of like is a part of that kind of price that they are quote-unquote paying to the developers. So it'll be interesting to see because here's my second point that I particularly have a gripe with this subscription is that it's only available on your mobile devices. That's all nice and fine and dandy but I do use my Netflix like 95% of the time on my PlayStation. So it's very funny that you are on PlayStation and you can't play games on Netflix. So I would like to, I like to just you know be able to play my Shredder's Revenge on my PlayStation, but I can't. Or my PC, <laughs> but I can't. I can't, and I need to buy the game. So I think that that is obviously that is intentional, and obviously I believe that's a part of the cost reduction mechanism but um, yeah I would be interested to see how they want to move forward would they then later on expand into like consoles as well technologically would that be possible Nash for example yeah I mean using your PlayStation uh, opening in Netflix and at the same time using the controller your PS Station controller to actually play games on Netflix yeah so um, the w- so initially uh, when Hanif actually told me this, I initially thought it was like, you know, one of those Netflix series that they did a while back where you have to use your TV remote to actually like, you know, tap on like left or right or something like that to actually choose a part of storyline. But it's not because it's actually built into the game. So the game itself has been packaged as an app and then you install the app. It's just that you have to sign in with Netflix. Because they are going down that route, it's very technically possible. So think of it as EA Season Pass. EA, what's a, I can't remember. EA Play. EA Play, thank you. Yeah, so think of it as like EA Play. You have your EA Play account and then you can actually play, let's say, Fallen Order on your PlayStation account. Um, It's similar to that because you have a Netflix account tied to your PlayStation, which... They actually make you to, to do that on like your PS account or your Xbox account. Um, you can then tie it to a specific license on a game and PS will just view it as a... or, or Xbox will just view it as a, a license that is available, made available to you. They can also work with Nintendo to do that the same thing on Switch or even like, you know, go crazy on Steam or Epic Game Store and it's a lot easier for them to do it when the game is already there. Essentially, just putting a login lock in front of the game before it starts. That's all. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I guess to, to a certain extent, I don't know whether they're trying to be a bit more ambitious as well because I think they do want um, different kind of engagement. Right? I think to a certain extent, all these IT companies, you know, all companies in general need to think of ways to expand their business. And I think for Netflix, you know, because they talk up uh, being part of the gaming ecosystem for such a long time, um, 
maybe to an extent they want people to stay in the app, right? But because mm. I mean, but the fact that you know these games are then downloaded to your mobile devices and can be accessed without actually having to go through Netflix once you have them downloaded, shows that I don't know whether you know, yeah, whether it matters to them that people are technically still staying in the Netflix app or a different app, right? As long as they're logged in, technically they're considered. Maybe yeah, maybe as long as they're logged in, technically they're considered engaged. Yeah, because right? if I were if I were Netflix, I don't mind. I don't mind you going to a different app. It's because I see that you are using your account to actually play the game. That's a whole load of like marketing that I can actually do from there. So one of the very important things that I get to know now is how long does Hanif spend to play a particular game and what his possible interests are. So if I can tell, Hanif is playing Ninja Turtle and he's watching a lot of, you know, maybe um, community on Netflix. And then from there, I can derive some other thing for Hanif. I can then do... I don't need to go out to do market research. Hanif is my market research. So I believe there is a, a, a certain value even if the users are not on the Netflix app. But um, yeah, interesting to see where they're going with this. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've... I haven't watched a lot of things on Netflix but for some reason I've been keeping the subscription <laughs> to Netflix. Um, so and as a gamer myself, quote unquote, I do welcome this especially considering the kind of games that are available there you know uh, again I was pleasantly surprised to see not only Shredder's Revenge being on the platform but also Kentucky Route Zero and to an extent um, 12 minutes there and I think I will definitely be checking them out and because I it's unlikely and you know Netflix don't be so proud but it's unlikely that I'm going to cancel my subscription anytime soon you know I can just download this game as and when you know as long as they're still available on the platform so uh, as a gamer I, I, I welcome this I think um, um, the way to use it it's not as difficult as well um, except for the fact that yeah it's not available on other platforms but I guess you know give give them time maybe they will figure out a way to somehow you know I guess expand their offering to consoles and also PCs right uh, but for the time being I'm okay with it being on on, on just mobile devices um, if they can bring a lot more big games and, and I guess to some extent both me and you we would rather see bigger games quote-unquote rather than you know Asphalt Extreme and you know Spongebob <laughs> and Too Hot to Handle whatnot right um, but the Stranger Things game I think look kind of nice neat as well so that's that um, but yeah I think at the end of the day because it's there we might give it a try we might play with it but um, I think and maybe yeah in hindsight this is what is lacking but we need input from non-gamers or people who don't traditionally subscribe to games and whether they would like to actually want to yeah. play the games available on Netflix right considering that you know especially if they're Netflix users and Netflix users on mobile devices yeah I think I think one of the things that I would like to ask is now that you know that you have games on your Netflix app and but but you don't play games would this now be a, a thing that like makes you want to try to game because in my personal view I might not think that that would be a kind of turning point but yeah I would love to hear your feedback on this yeah but overall your thoughts on, on, on yeah the games on Netflix and yeah the way it's handled there how is it how is it so my overall thought is I love it mainly because I initially thought they were going to go down the route of um, cloud gaming which is which is horrendous on like this region of the world we don't have enough servers we don't have enough yeah so it's been abysmal for like Nvidia GeForce and stuff but if the game is only tied to your subscription of Netflix then that means that your system is the only 
hinder to this and I've been I've been trying it out and it's been great I've I've, I've been using my um, iPad and my iPhone and it can play the games very well and one thing that I find very interesting is that I tried playing games on my iPhone and then continuing off my iPad uh, that's cross device progression so that's wonderful as well um, it's a really good thing for you to use to just you know like when you're waiting for the bus or so if you're at the airport want to pick up on a, a game while you're killing time this is this is the, the dream lah. but I just would love to see that this does not get killed as with most passion project by tech companies You're tuned into GG Well Played and Najbar Maliki was with me to talk about Netflix games. If you'd like to listen to this episode again, look for the podcast on bfm.my. Our app available on the Apple App Store or Google Play. You can also find this show on Spotify. Do share your thoughts and the games that you play via our email ggwp at bfm.my. Don't forget to also follow the station on Twitter at BFM Radio. My name is Sanif Baharudin. Thanks for joining us. Game on and please take care. This has been GG Well Played.